Hello and welcome back. It's the middle of September. We are cruising along. We had a short week last week um, as we had a couple days of professional development. Uh, I'll leave it for another day to discuss whether we actually needed those two days off or not, but we had them, um, which meant we had like a four-day weekend. The students had a four-day weekend um, so I usually take that as an opportunity to do some review. We were in the middle of our Renaissance Reformation Scientific Revolution um, unit, which is the 1415 into the 1600s, and, I, and we have a test coming up, and I didn't want them to have forgotten what we talked about for the last few days. But also, um, to help with the time, I usually, about this time of year, take the opportunity to read a children's book to my class, which of course has mixed results. I call it story time. And uh, I have some who are like, I can't believe you're reading me a book like a kindergarten teacher and I'm in 10th grade, which I usually remind them about one of my favorite C.S. Lewis lines about when I became a man, I put away childish things, including the fear of childishness and the desire to be very grown up. You know, you don't ever really have to grow up. You just need to be responsible for your actions. So, so what was this book? It was, uh, There is No Such Thing as a Dragon by Jack Kent, I believe. And throughout the story, there's this dragon wandering around this boy's home, and he tries to bring the, it to the attention of his mother, and his mother just keeps telling him there's no such thing as a dragon. So little Billy just kind of ignores it. It's like, you know, if it's not real, then why would I talk to it, pet it, acknowledge it. Um, and as the story goes on, this dragon just gets um, bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until it like fills up their house and it chases down the street after a bakery truck and it's just all kinds of problems. And, you know, and then Billy's dad comes home and he's like, what is going on? And, and then they start talking about the dragon again, even though mom initially was trying to say it's not real. But as soon as they start talking about the dragon and Billy, you know, gives it attention, pats it on the head, Man, that dragon just, like, quick starts shrinking back down to, like, kitten size. And they talk about, like, why did it, you know, I don't mind this dragon, but why did it have to get so big? And uh, little Billy, with the knowledge of uh, youth, says, I don't know. I just think it wanted attention. And some students understand it as, a, like, a, a parable, a, a metaphor, maybe. Some don't, but we talk about it. The dragon represents problems. You know, problems don't go away. And we're humans, so we have problems. They don't go away. When you ignore them, they just get bigger. And whether that, I discuss with them whether that be an academic issue right now in September. You know, they might start running into some problems. Maybe it's an, uh, an issue with a, a coach or an activity sponsor, um, a friend a parent, um, you know, a significant other, their boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever it is, don't ignore the problem because it's not going to go away. It'll just get bigger. And then it just becomes more awkward to deal with, more feelings hurt, more frustration. And on the academic side of things, it's September. But before you know it, it's going to be October, November, December. And then there's a panic because coaches or parents are putting a lot of pressure for grades. And if I'm being honest, most teachers at our high school are, are pretty good about giving students opportunity to show their knowledge. And, and if they do goof up from time to time, there are things uh, in place within the class structure to allow them to kind of catch up and show that they actually know it, even though they had kind of a 
bad day or a bad week. So there's plenty of opportunities to fix it. It's just, as I reminded them, are you taking opportunities of it to op the opportunity to fix it? Or are you just ignoring your problems? I mean, like if you know your parents require you to have A's and B's and you're cruising around with a C, like what did you think was going to happen in December when you still have that C? I mean, if you know your coaches require you to have C's or higher because they don't want to worry about eligibility and you've been cruising along with a D, did you think they wouldn't talk to you about your grades and maybe have you run more at practice instead? So don't ignore your problems. That's the same thing with teachers. Like if we're having an issue in class with a student's behavior, um, don't ignore it. It's not going to go away. Um, you're training them that they should act that way and that it's okay to treat you, the teacher, that way. And if this is what it looks like in September, what's it going to look like at the end of the semester? Or if you teach a full year class, what's it going to look like in March, April, and May? Are you going to be pulling your hair out because you've got this gigantic problem that you allowed to grow all year long? So I guess it's a thing that all of us humans need to think about and, and try to figure out. But what problems are we facing? And are we facing them? Or are we just ignoring them and inadvertently leaving a bigger problem for us to deal with later? So what problems do you need to deal with? I know I've got a few. So let's, let's get on it. Don't let it become a bigger issue. And as always, have a day.